Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of February 11th, 2024. The Super Bowl has just ended. We'll this be doing like an a, emergency pod. This is. We're doing a rapid fire pod tonight. Emergency uh, pod. Ah! Punts, 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 punts. Everybody! Punts, 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 punts. It feels like, this feels like in the old MST3K when they had a movie. And going, oh, it's a movie sign! We all run into the podcast. <laughs> well, in case you don't know, the Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl in overtime. Commission, did you post the bevel yet? Uh, I did not. Let's do that. Yeah, do that right now. While you're over Live here. bevel. Live, Live bevel Woo! posting. It's, it's already in the, Woo! I already did it in the, uh, in the Photoshop uh, I gotta, I, 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 uh, let's do that here. Sorry. I'm moving slow. So Live beveling. This, this game was secret big 10 mm-hmm. really not, not the, secret not even secret it was just it was overt in, it was in the walls and this wasn't even yeah there was some good defensive plays here but like at one point i think san francisco had like they had, there was like, like three yards in the third quarter at some point it was it was, it was, bad. It was ridiculous so yeah. yeah so we're going let me introduce people before we get too far because otherwise pick girl will get mad at me that is true i'm jordan and I've got Kamish, Beth, Pit Girl, and Joey, and Arthur on the ones and twos. I'm not going to ask you how things are going because I want to make sure we talk about the Super Bowl because this was a big game that I was not expecting to be one of our big games. It almost never is. It, right. This is usually a good game that we go, huh, that was a good football game and I have nothing to say about it. No, we had a full on punting is winning game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, they this said was the a thing on the Nickelodeon thing. They did. SpongeBob said, Iowa, it sounds exotic. It does. I don't know how they do the like live action. But they mocap someone, I guess. They mocap the voice actor. Okay. So Tom Kenny and and the dude from Coach, Dauber from Coach are sitting there. Yeah. And they just mocap them. Okay. That's fun. I like that. They, they had a video for when they did the uh, Broncos game of uh, him yelling his, Patrick yelling his famous line. And they eventually released the mocap footage. And it is very funny. I love it because apparently, you know, I I have my issues with the Jim Nance Tony Romo combination announcing group. But uh, I don't know, Jordan. But the <laughs> Nickelodeon one was kind of fire today, and I'm happy that they did that because, you know, I see. I, I remember as a kid, I would have been so pissed off if Nickelodeon were showing. Super Bowl because I was not into football and I wanted something else. So I would have been kind of pissed off about that. But anyways, the Nickelodeon broadcast tended to be pretty good and was kind of wild. Also, it had the little captions for the players were really funny because they were just like straight up making fun of them sometimes. <laughs> they did mention like that was it was it showed Andy Reid and was like the Kansas State Chiefs score a touchdown. Finally. And shit like that. Like, they were way funnier and sassier than the main broadcast can be, which I like. Like, have alternate broadcasts and be sassy with it. That's good. Um. So, my best friend, uh, father of Godbun, was watching the game, and Godbun hopped on the keyboard and changed the channel to Nickelodeon when he wasn't paying attention, and he was very confused of suddenly why, Spo- why is SpongeBob everywhere? <laughs> It was wonderful. I love that Godbun has football opinions. I'm choosing to believe that Godbun, like me, got tired of hearing Tony Romo say leverage. Knowing Godbun, this is absolutely probably what happened. So I have I have two bunnies of my own, but I also have a cat. And we found out that my cat will sit down and watch football games. Only football. A couple weeks ago, I was watching uh, a Bills game. And at halftime, I flipped it over to an NBA game. And she got up and left. <laughs> and came back for the football game when it was out of halftime. So she she sat and watched the Super Bowl the whole time. It was great. As soon as as soon as Pit Girl said leverage, it reminded me of that that NBA playoffs promo for that show on TNT, Leverage. And if nobody remembers that show, that's great. But I'm just gonna throw it in the chat because you know. Oh, see, I was thinking leverage like the way John Travolta says it in the movie Battlefield Earth. When he's ta- like he's like leverage, he says it super weird. Like it's uh, he's incredible in that movie. 
He slid might, back into that, his Mr. Carter might, carrier. <laughs> that might need to be another movie night. If you guys haven't watched Battlefield Earth, it might need to be a movie night. I, I've seen it. Is... I've seen it a few times. I don't know why. Okay. But I okay. Have, Ooh, I a have few about, times. Wow. Yeah. It, it was just like the time in college where you got HBO free yeah. for like three months. Mm-hmm. And that was the three months that Battlefield Earth kept coming on for some odd reason. So I, I watched it. Earth. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, du- oh, Dutch angles. Joey's Barry, going with the Dutch angles. I love it. Barry Pepper was very good in Battlefield Earth. So, do we have anything? Well, first off, it's tripe. We have to talk about it. So, any commercials anyone likes? The Michael Sarah one was cute. I like Michael Sarah. I did not burn out on him back in the day. So, I like him. That was cute. I also was confused about the Jesus ones. Can I, can I say, I, I need to get something off my chest, and you can edit this out if you need to. That's fine. But it looked, A, it looked like AI drawings, mm-hmm. and B, a couple of the pictures, I swear to God, like, I burst out laughing at the last one of the foot washing one, yeah. because it honestly looked like they took the first AI prompt, and then said, no, make the guy gayer. It, it was it was really weird, and off-putting, and I've seen those, like, just us or he gets us things all over various like stadiums and stuff around here in North Texas. Like it's all over the place, but I didn't realize Jesus had Super Bowl money. I mean, uh, hot take. If you are a religious organization that has multiple Super Bowl ad money, perhaps that funding might be better spent actually caring for people who need help rather than, putting up an AI, probably AI generated ad, theoretically remembering that. What, what was the, I mean, you say, you say that now, but the bris, but remember that um, bootleg, like stolen Iraqi artifacts are in fact a booming market and you can make a lot of money that way there. All this money is going into research to manufacture the world's largest eye of needle. So I, <laughs> we're gonna get that fucking camel through there. We're going to get the gi- giant ass camel through there. I'll prove it. So I found out what Timu is tonight because I did not know what it was. I, I'm a user of Timu. I, of heard, you're I heard of it. Because you're like, like 12 years old. Timu? Like, Joe, you're like 12 years old. So, of course, you use Timu. It apparently is a I, Zoomer thing. I, I must say, I must correct you. I found out through that ad, it's Timu. I've been calling it Timu, like Anaheim Mighty Ducks great Timu Solani, since I started using it. And apparently, I've been wrong. Before we go any further, uh, Christianity Reply Guy, I know all about the Eye of the Needle and the Gates of Jerusalem. You don't have to. Thanks. Oh, wow. Continue. We're just going to send you to our mega pastor, Jason Kirk, if you have religion questions. I'm not answering those. Is, is, what what is it? You said it's Tamu, not Timu? It's I've always, Timu. I've always said Timu. According I, to the ad, it looks like Timu. Four times now, because I still have the Super Bowl on, on mute on my TV while we're recording. And it aired again. Evidently, it's it's Tamu, um, but I really don't care. Although I will say, you guys point saying that this is this is a Gen Z phenomenon. It has the same energy as young me being allowed to go to Dollar Tree with five dollars and pick out whatever yeah. I wanted. It's that. Hundred percent. It's great for it's, it's great for knickknacks. Well, honestly, I feel like I don't think of. I'm I'm gonna keep saying it wrong. I'm gonna keep saying Timu. That's fine. Yeah, say Tamu. Uh, but Tamu uh, yeah, no. I honestly I don't I don't think of it as necessarily like a Zoomer thing. I think of it as like a Facebook moms thing mm. where like it, it, like it hits both demographics pretty well. Okay, interesting. Because like I don't I don't associate that with Zoomers at all. I just I just associate it with like like boomers on Facebook who are just like marveling at internet commerce. So the thing with Timu is it also has a very, very generous uh, invite code uh, scheme where if you invite someone, you get like 20 bucks. Um, which, 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 buy, which buys you like 4,000 things on Timu. Yeah. So that's sort of where the Zoomer thing comes in because it's Zoomer's first pyramid scheme. Uh, I but I, I, I just use it for knickknacks. I got this little, uh, I don't know if you can see, it's a, it's a bunny post-it note. Off okay. The there you go. I mean, that like that's, that's all I see. For, anyways, I didn't realize they had big Super Bowl money, but apparently they're a huge retailer that I am barely adjacent to. They're the new Wish.com. 
So yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I never use Wish either. So I didn't I'm, either, like, no. but like, it's the same thing. It's like, Appa- here's a Chinese apparent- venture capitalist. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Timu and Shine, 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 Shine. Whatever, Shine. whatever those, apparently those two have sued each other a bunch, which, you know, let them fight very much. Like, go for it. I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna be real. I, I don't even use Amazon. Like, I'm just like, I don't, I want to hold something in my hand, you know. <laughs> like, if I'm buying something online, it means like I've been to every store in Pittsburgh and I can't find it. You're old. You, you are spiritually older than I am, which I appreciate. Yins are like, my grandpa would do. That's just that's how the yins are due. It's fine. Yeah, it, it, it do. Okay. It's also living in li- living in decent sized city energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That is true. I- I mean, I feel like Pittsburgh's kind of lacking in terms of stores. Like the one, the one store Pittsburgh does not have is a micro center. And I mean, but like, yeah, there's like not there's, a micro center. Uh, Pittsburgh doesn't have one. What, Honestly, what like, is, it what was, is this? I've uh, never heard micro, of this. Okay, okay. I, I, I want you to imagine. Did you ever go to like a service merchandise back in the day, or a Montgomery Ward? Uh, okay, yes, Montgomery yes. Ward is a name that okay. sort of rings a bell. Okay, it, yeah. it is. It going into a micro center is like walking into a store from 40 years ago. It is going back to the 80s. Okay. It, they sell they sell PC parts. And like, so if you need, like the, the power supply would go up my computer, I need one right now, I would go to Micro Center. Okay. So they it's have, Radio Shack. Hmm? It's between so Radio it's Shack Radio and Circuit Shack. City? It's, 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 more, it's more like nuts and bolts. Yeah, like Radio Shacky, but they would have a bigger supply of like building my own PC stuff. Is okay. this that store where you where you walk in and you say what you want? They go in the back and get it. No, that, you have a different store. That would be like service merchandise or Montgomery Ward. Okay, uh, but like it's just it's a very eighties. Like you walk in there and it's like all the checkouts are like those old terminal systems with the with an actual keyboard. It's bizarre. Okay, but like I said, if if I wanted to buy a new GPU right now, I would go to Microsoft. That's the, that's the easiest way to get one around here. So yeah, that. That's usually stuff you would buy online from New Egg or whatever. Like okay. Arthur was saying. Yep, yep. It's exactly. It's it's like New Egg, but I don't want to go to a store, which I never do. I never want to buy online. I always want to go to the store, and sometimes I'm forced into not doing it. You know, like I was in. I remember when I was in New York City for uh, the Pitt Syracuse game. I I walked past the NBA store, mm-hmm. and I was just marveling at like, man, like you could bu- you in New York City, you can buy NBA gear without having to deal with fanatics shipping. The store itself is still Fanatics branded. It is a Fanatics experience, yeah. which sounds very hellish. But uh, you can go in and like actually see the the merchandise. Know like, oh, is this a shirt that fits weird or a shirt that fits normal? Like, if you live in New York City, like you can bypass a lot of Fanaticisms of of that experience. I think there's an NBA store in Toronto as well. There's also an NBA restaurant in Toronto, like NBA branded restaurant. Uh, Kamesh, did you have any commercials that you liked? Uh, I, I like the one with Jenna Ortega and the two abuelas. Yeah, uh, the Doritos one. The, yeah, yes, yeah, so the Doritos one was pretty good. Uh, Dina, Dina Mita, and I was like, oh god, it's my in-laws. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, they're okay. fighting over Doritos, hot Doritos, uh, and, spicy Doritos. They're not dynamite. They're Dina and, Mita. And Beth, and Beth, apparently there was a Sheets ad that I missed. There, I'm not sure how far that one broadcast. Okay, like, I, I I'm hearing it. disparate things, but yes, Pit Girl and I both saw it, so it happened. That's amazing. See, this is this is what I love to see. I wish like like super micro targeted ads. You notice what there wasn't a lot of ads for this year? Where were all the crypto ads? Where's Larry David being like, oh, I don't understand crypto. Is it a fraud? I don't know. Hmm. Someone must have explained crypto to him. Weird, weird it's about probably, that crypto is so widespread they don't even need to advertise anymore right that's that's probably what it is this game had everything not to go too stuff on here but we had stuff like there was a kickoff that was a doink there was a missed extra point the only thing we didn't have was a safety and i was so trying to wish that into the universe because that would have been the perfect thing and i learned tonight because of the new playoff rules the playoff overtime rules, which are more like college rules, which makes me very happy because college overtime is correct, that there is the possibility for a walk-off safety in overtime. And that's, mm. that could have been a thing. We didn't get a walk-off safety. That would have been perfect. Perfect. But 
close enough. We'll count it. That's fine. Uh, any other, any other fun Super Bowl stuff? D, baby. I really How like the book I've been at. How about that D, baby? Um, How about that D, baby? How about that D, baby? How about that D, baby? that you? I don't know where that's coming from. I think it's What the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? That was Andy Reid talking about his that D. Oh, there so, we go. Yeah. Oh, and he was oh, saying, oh. "How about how about that D, baby?" Breaking news: beep 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 beep. beep. We have mm-hmm. uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift hugging and crying on the field. But no proposal. Lot, no proposal. There's a lot of money riding on it. <laughs> I do not see a proposal. I just wanted podcasting as a visual medium. I wanted to note that when that uh, sound effect was going off, Beth and I both put our hands in screen to show that we weren't the ones doing it. <laughs> not that that proves anything because it's a computer. I wasn't sure <laughs> if the computer was possessed. Um, I would like to jump back briefly, though, and yeah, appreciate both the Volkswagen ad, although... If you are going to lean so heavily on Beetle nostalgia, please just bring the Beetle back already. The people yearn for smaller Volkswagens. Bring the Beetle back. Um, I also really liked, and I hated how much I liked the Paramount Plus ad with Patrick Stewart. Oh, when they throw Hey Arnold? Yeah, Yeah, it's great. Where they throw Hey Arnold, and then they're like, wait, hang on. We got to throw someone with pig skin. And Peppa Pig just goes, oh no. You're talking about the commercial where the whole conceit is that Tua Tagovailoa doesn't have enough arm strength. Yep, that's basically the yes. whole conceit. Yep. Uh, can we can we talk about my least favorite thing tonight, which was watch the trailer online, y'all. If you're gonna buy Super Bowl ad time for your fucking movie, don't make me go someplace else to watch your goddamn trailer. Yeah, but the trailer is like well, two they, minutes, and that costs way too much they money. They can't afford that, you know. They're just like, hey, we we what, we what we broke. Was this for? This was for this was for a bunch of them. This was Twisters. Uh, Dead, Deadpool was the one I remember. Deadpool, Deadpool. three, Twisters, Twister two, Twisters, Twisters. Two Who fast, asked two for Twisters. that? Nobody wants no that. One did. Nobody. Is it a is it a soft reboot or I, is it? It, it a, looks it looks like a complete reboot. Okay. Well, okay. Here's my thing. I so I have not seen the trailer at all, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like. I am generally down with the concept of like, we're going to make a bunch of movies about tornadoes. Like, I feel like we need more natural disaster movies. We've fallen off a big time in terms of natural disasters movies. Like I, I know there were some flops like geostorm, but I mean, we need to get back on our like hurricanes, earthquakes, volcanoes, you know, we've, we had the perfect storm and I mean, you, you gotta, I am going to drop a Gotta promo still from the movie in the chat. Do it. Which is just a woman being like, looks like she's being sucked out of a movie theater. Like midair. If we are rebooting Twister, we have to bring back Aunt Meg. Mm-hmm. Aunt Meg is the best character in that movie. Aunt Meg is the model on which I am basing my entire life. And like all I have wanted since the first time I saw that movie at a, like when I was on, uh, like when I was with my friends, was to be Aunt Meg. That is all that I want. And if I watch this movie and there is no Aunt Meg, I'm going to like go storm the offices of the people that made this film. Um, speaking of uh, getting thrown out of a movie theater like that, did you guys ever ride the Twister ride at Universal Studios? I did a long time ago, but yes, I did. Yeah, I did as uh, I'd have to do the math. I can't quite remember, but I was I was young. I was max eight years old. And uh, I convinced my dad to let me go on that ride. And then two seconds in, I regretted it. And it's, you remember, it's like an immersive experience. It's not like a ride. You stand on a thing and it shakes you. And uh, I just remember, I don't remember the ride, any of the elements, any of the immersive elements, through my own tears. Because that scared the hell out of me. And it ruined the rest of the trip for my whole family. There you go. The other, the other thing that I think that, well, no, it was just the team of things that bugged me. Basically, I did see some great foods, y'all. I made the Andy Reid mac and cheese. How was yeah. it? The six cheeses. It was really good. I I could probably adjust a couple of things to make it better, but it was very good. I used uh, Fontina, mozzarella, sharp cheddar, Gruyere. Arm, and there was a sixth one that I can't remember what it was. Well, five cheeses should be good. And Gouda. No, he says five cheeses should be good, but then there's a sixth one there. A so, secret, of course. Sixth cheese. 
I did. I did, however, use the cheater sauce. I used sodium citrate, which is a chemical that keeps cheese in emulsification. Uh, so any cheese can melt down. So you can have Parmesan, liquid Parmesan, which is great. But it is a bit of a cheater because I'm not using a roux. My apologies. It was great. Uh, I also made fajitas, which are always tasty. Anyone else have anything fun to eat? Say that again. I had fajitas. No, that's not how you said it. No. What you said that different this time. Okay. Just fajitas? That's why, that's why I asked you to why say it again. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the beginning of that word? You it, it was like, fajitas. It was like, fa. Oh, okay. <laughs> fajita. I was like, wait, did he? I was like, I was like, say it wait, again just to what make did, sure. What what did I fuck up last episode that people were dragging me for? Mischief. I mean, I assume a lot. Oh, of I, stuff. I, I, I said mischief. Miss, yes, mischief. Mischief. I think that's Taylor that's a Swift. Oh, oh my God. God. Um, <laughs> I, I'm loving the, the the podcast going back and forth in front of Beth. Like it's, it's been the like tale. the tenth time for real. He's, He's walking people. across my keyboard every single time. Just now, <laughs> I got to scan your QR code in StreamYard. <laughs> The cat just going back and forth, and you just see Beth like, "What is the cat doing?" And then as soon as the cat passes, you can see Beth like frowning. I'm dying laughing here right now. Uh, uh, we don't get Super Bowl commercials in Canada, so this year what they did instead was they had uh, Jerry D and Amrit Carr, who are two actors up here. Jerry D hosts Canadian Family Feud, and uh, they just stood. It was paid for by Doritos. And they just stood there and watched the American commercials and described them to us. Wait, what do, what do you mean you don't get commercials? Like We get commercials, but just the standard, like, what you'd see on CTV on a regular Sunday. We don't get special Super Bowl commercials. Mm. That's weird. Okay. Because, like, uh, we're, we're such a small market compared to the, the, the whole U.S. Why bother spending extra money on it? That makes sense. Kamish, mm. uh, did you make a ham? I did. So I had... Um, Basically, it was a Christmas ham that I was supposed to cook for Christmas. The in-laws were supposed to be coming into town, uh, and I was gonna I was gonna smoke a ham. And so the ham was good through February twentieth. So I was like, gotta do it. I was like, okay. Basically, this is the last weekend I got to smoke the ham, and so I I couldn't do it for Christmas because you know uh, illness in the family, COVID uh, for the wife, and and then nobody came. So it it just been me trying to smoke a ham, carrying two kids, essentially. Uh, so I, I did it. I did. Um, it was a hickory smoked ham. And then I smoked it with a combination of cherry, pecan, and I believe uh, hickory pellets in the Traeger, yeah. which was, which was fantastic. I did. Uh, it was like a, it was like a bourbon brown sugar maple glaze. Good. It was, you know, it was very good. It took much longer than I thought it was going to do. Uh, but it was like a 10 pound ham. So I have a lot of ham left uh, because basically it was just me and the kid eating the ham. Uh, so really, uh, I'm going to eat a lot of ham. But the first time I did it, it, it turned out amazing. Um, I wish it wasn't as windy today because with the smoker, it was it was tough to keep it at temperature. And that's why I probably took about, about five some odd hours. I was just chilling it low and slow at 225. Yeah. But it was great. It was delicious. Um, you know. Good, good Super Bowl eating. Uh, Pick girl, where were you at that you were watching pillow fighting? Yes. So, couple things. Uh, first, okay, regarding, yeah, go for it. first regarding Super Bowl food, um, obnoxiously fit boyfriend and I have a small tradition where we make Velveeta queso, which is not fancy nice. and not good for you, but we eat it once a year on the Super Bowl, which is always delightful. Um, but yes, earlier, so what, what, what do you mean by Velveeta queso? What, what like, do you, put in it? you get the brick of Velveeta, you get a jar yeah. of salsa, you mix them together in the microwave gotcha. and you eat it gotcha, with gotcha. chips. Not yep. fancy, but satisfying for the Super sweet. Bowl. However, Jordan, I was out earlier and I was at a brewery in scenic, adorable Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Uh, for lunch and on the TV in this brewery, shout out to Molly Pitcher Brewing, they had ESPN News on and ESPN News is pretending to be ESPN 8 Biocho and they were showing the Pillow Fighting Championship, which is now I've decided this is going to be my core fall. This is the weird thing that I am adopting. Uh, it is very much like it's like UFC 
but you just have a pillow with a strap on it. You wail on each other with the, with the official pillow, which you can purchase from the website for the low, low price of $79.99. They also have the Pillow Fighting Championship official sports bra. <laughs> just need sure. y'all to know that that exists. Um, and, and the whole bar was like actively watching this until someone requested that they change it to um, Iowa Nebraska women's basketball. We watched like the last five minutes of that game. Shout out to ladies Nebraska ball for pulling me upset, by the way. Uh, yeah, that uh, was insane. But it was just immensely satisfying. There was a guy um, with Joker makeup on. Somebody in the bar at one point was like, you know, I, th- I would have thought that the pillow fighting championship would be sexier. So, you know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> was it not sexy enough? Yeah, we did not get to see what the women's league looks like. I mean, I, I, just, I just posted some pictures from it. Like, I would, I, it looks like women fighting, not like. It's not like sexy thing. No, it is not. And the, the, the men's pillow fighting is also very, that was what was on. And it's very serious, actually. What, what is in the fill in the pillows? Because if that's like a, like a down pillow, it's a very different experience than if it's a memory foam pillow. Yeah. That's Tempur-Pedic brand right there. Yeah. Unclear what the fill is. I would have to go back and check. I did. The woman that was like sitting next to me at the bar did check and tells me, told me that they, uh, the official competition pillow weight is 2.2 pounds and they have handles and you have to like hold on to the handle and then swing it with your, your hand. An official combat pillow. Do you want to fight like the pros? Now is your chance. Our official PFC combat pillows are available for everyone. A patent pending design. Three handles, triple stitched. So like the pro pillow, uh, pillow fighting league, uh, the championship, the pillow fight championship just reminds me like when you're playing with somebody uh, and like, you know, they accidentally catch you really good. And then it's, it's not a joke anymore. You're not play fighting anymore. This is just serious. And the, <laughs> the pillow fight championship is just the serious part of that. There was no play fighting, just seriousness. I also watched on ESPN news. Once you got me onto ESPN news, I also watched the golf foot championship which is soccer golf so yeah, you foot, uh, foot, foot golf i've actually played it oh how is it is it, I guess uh, it's done. It, it, it was a little bit harder than i thought it would be so i'm like hey. it seems it seems very hard like well, i i can't control uh, where my kicks usually go anyway well i mean like you know i, I played soccer in, in in high school and in everything so i was like okay this should be easy for me like this should be good it, even though it's been like 20 some years since I played I'm like you know I know how to kick a soccer ball uh, essentially it's fine but what they do is they set up a course on like an actual golf course so basically you're teeing off essentially in the same spot where like somebody from a golf course is teeing off mm-hmm. uh, maybe in, like in a different box the hard part for me is just like the distance of the kick is incredible like you would you'd think like if you were like a goalie and you could boot it like you know, halfway across the field, you have no problem there. That's fine. Um, I was, you know, like a left back. I did not have that much of of, of a leg, essentially. I could just, just get it out of trouble uh, and, and just keep it away from people. So it was a little bit harder. Uh, the fun part was just like wearing the really, really knee-high Argyle socks for the hell of it. I like that. Uh, which was fun. That was, that was a blast. Uh, and, you know, trying to putt, on like an uneven surface, like you're, you're typically putting like maybe off the side of the fairway or in like a mowed down area of the rough. So it's not, it's not like flat. And so you have to kind of like read a kick, which is a little bit different than like, Hey, you're just trying to pass it to this one person. So it's a little bit different, a little bit more touch. Uh, and then like the cup is, it's like a big, like bucket yeah, it's, it's like a, a giant bucket yeah, yeah right. it's, it's, it's fun they used to have a course here in san antonio but i think no, no longer anymore the golf course was the one that was right across from like the at&t center now the Frostbank yeah. center where the spurs play it was fun i'd do that it again could, but you should, know. I, should, I, should i pick up disc golf as i get older is that like a, something my age i i played that all throughout college also uh i was i was really good with that until i threw out my shoulder and had shoulder surgery yeah that was fun I, I had a friend in high school who took me out disc golfing. Uh oh. Joey, you're muted. Like, I had a friend, and then the friend was like, You can't tell this story. Yeah. 
No, I know no, volume at all. Silent, but not muted. Your friend is just like, I, w I will not let you tell this froth story at all. Well, while Check your just... mic and see if it's plugged in. Uh, while he's doing that, I will talk about the other thing I watched, which was Beerstein holding. Oh, is that like the... You hold, oh, the... You hold, you hold the Beerstein straight. So it's not the one where yep. you have to carry a bunch at once. It's holding one Beerstein. Mm -hmm. I want you to talk about the rules here. I well, encountered that at Hofbrau House. That is That sport is legit. I so, love the one guy that was just like shaking and just trying to hold it. And like, oh, he yeah. Was just, he was like, <laughs> I was dying, man. I was dying. I'm like, dude, so he, just so give it up. Are, He's like, there no. Are three, there are three rules here. One, the thumb rests on fingers, not on handle. The sign must be held away from you, not sideways. Two, slight arching of the back is okay. Offhand must remain by side. Leaning in any direction is forbidden. Three, any amount of beer spilled is a disqualification. Judges will determine if any drips present are condensation, sweat, or beer. I want any sport where those three, those are three options. Condensation, sweat, or beer. It's like the movie Beer Fest, which I was allowed to watch way too young. I that is a movie that I can watch anytime. Like that and Super Troopers, I, like those two movies, I can watch literally all the time, anytime. And Beer Fest is absolutely one of my favorites. Yeah, just like that. Uh, and those those giant fucking Hofbrau, like especially mm -hmm. those heavy ass steins. I tried to steal one out of Hofbrau in Munich, uh, like thinking if I just wrapped it up in my hoodie and tried to carry my hoodie out that they wouldn't catch me. How'd some, that go? And some dude was just like, can I see what's in there? I went, no. He goes, can I see it? Yes. We need that back. Okay. <laughs> they were nice to me. No, the Slam and Salmon is not the best Broken Lizard movie. That movie It's underrated. It is underrated. It's the uh, best one. I like Michael Clark Duncan. Like, what a performance. Yeah. Uh, we do well. Let's do let's do plugs and then we'll do college football news since we're all out of order tonight. Plugs tonight. We have our Discord as always. Pay us five dollars a month. You should skip a latte one latte per month so you can so I can buy one extra latte per month, and you get to talk to us live. You get to uh, talk about I don't know whatever you want to talk about with us. And you get to talk about how you're subsidizing Jordan's latte habit. Exactly. I, I'm just gonna give the money straight back to not 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 the not the not the Duncan Brothers one not no Duncan Brothers not the Dutch Brothers I go to Scooters now Scooters are my people. Let me just open the conversations pit. I'm gonna scroll back six hours and see what they were talking about. There we go. While he's doing that, also on the Patreon you get access to our subs paywall subtext posts and our Patreon pod, Finish's Corner, which we are starting back up pretty soon. We have our merch store sickoscommittee.org. We have our safety alert gear as well as our ladies is sickos line. Yeah. I finally got that put up. Um, I, you, I put it up on, what was it like women in sports day? But then I, I forgot to tweet it. <laughs> like I put it up. I was like, Hey, I, I did it at lunch and then I got distracted. And then I totally didn't tweet at, at all. And I was like, okay. And I realized I was like, Oh my God, now it's Friday. I'm not going to say I tried to do it. We have, we have our YouTube channel. We have our Instagram channel. I'm pushing Instagram more. I have bespoke content for Instagram. Mm -hmm. Promise you. Instagram exclusive content. Yeah. It literally says that. It does. In, in our in our sub stack, we have our best season of all time series for teams who stopped having a football team. Yeah. Marquette just dropped. Well, that was last Friday. But I got another one coming out uh, tomorrow, which is Monday. And so this would be yesterday when you listen to this pod. Your time is a mistake. What team is it? It is the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Go Zags. Uh, by the way, six hours ago, the Discord was talking about Dutch Cinderella, which is apparently called Ass Poster. Love it. Okay, yeah. Join the, again, that's worth five bucks. Oh, absolutely. Like, I have gotten five dollars worth of enjoyment, enjoyment out of that Discord for every month I've been this, part. This Discord was essentially when we joined it in 2020 uh, during COVID in the height of the pandemic. Uh, personally for me it was like a mental lifesaver uh yep. and this is where we were formed so we're a part of the a larger discord so we have like specific channels for the the committee and everything but there's so many other channels and i mean really oh, i have i have cannibals content in a moment i want to talk about i mean there's there's a ton ton of stuff that that we always share and i mean everybody's friendly we have a good time uh a lot of fans of the fun thing is when you join and then if you go to the name, image, and likeness channel, you can say who you're a fan of and then find out how many fans uh, that you're 
have your same fandom like almost immediately and it's it's kind of ridiculous that i think we had somebody that come in the other day and i forgot uh he he didn't have the same fandom but his his, his first name was the same as like nine other people in the discord and so just the giant hive of all the same first names i think it was adams yeah we have lots uh, of yeah it was just like the adam crew just came out of nowhere to welcome another adam to the discord uh, we also want to shout out, of course, the Message Board Geniuses podcast. They tread into the places that we dare not tread because message boards are crazy and will make me crazy. And lastly, our partnership with Homefield Apparel. They have the softest, most comfy, officially licensed gear for tons of colleges and universities across this country. If you need some a shirt or some sweatpants or a hoodie or whatever, use offer code yes, ha 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 yes, that's three ha's for 15% off your first order. We also have our Sicko Shirt Showdown. Last week, we had our women's basketball uh, showdown between UConn and South Carolina, and our men's basketball between Boise State and Utah State. Those are still up. Yep. As long as those shirts are available, you get 20% off of those if you use 20, offer 20, code. 25%. Oh, 25%. Yeah. If you use offer code committee. Committee. Uh, not a Sicko Shirt Showdown, but for the for the yes, ha ha, yes, show, as the Sicko's on ice representative. They had the UMass versus UConn uh, hockey hockey shirts that did. and sweaters that looked fantastic. It looked great. Um, I'm still working on the showdown for this week, and I realized that, yeah, I, I did not get to that this weekend. So, yeah, uh, being a father of, of, of two is, is kind of rough sometimes. So, yes. We have. You can tell by my hair. <laughs> for our college football news this week, first off, we have a Bill O'Brien alert. Bill O'Brien, the. Bill. Bill, Bill, the Bill, OC Bill. at Ohio State. The teapot. The teapot was yep. short and stout. That's he, right. He got thrown into Boston Harbor. Yeah. That's the thing that teas. They didn't throw teapots into Boston Harbor, did they? No. I assume there were some teapots too. No, there were bricks of tea leaves. Mm-hmm. I know, but there were probably teapots involved. Like they, okay, they weren't being that picky. Okay. So, anyways, Bill O'Brien ends up in Boston. He is now the head coach at Boston College. After being the OC at Ohio State for three weeks, it was a short amount of time. Hey, that's like and, two whole Scaramucci's. But then Ohio State needs an offensive coordinator. And who do they get? Welp, Chip Kelly said, I am done with you assholes at UCLA. I'm going to go be an assistant somewhere. There's so this fireworks cool. in my neighborhood. Probably lots of Chiefs fans. Apparently. Like, I'm just like hearing the mortar shells go, and I'm like, what is going on? They, on. yeah, go ahead. We'll get that checked out. Yeah. We got fireworks. some some pre Mardi Gras celebrations, perhaps. That's right. Oh, pre Mardi Gras. Yeah. So, so Chip Kelly is off to UCLA. And that's funny because this there was this whole thing of like, oh, Chip Kelly's gone. They're going to fire him. And they don't. And then he gets destroyed by Cal that last game of the season. That last, that so long farewell Pac-12 game. Let's read the timeline of events. Come on. Go for it. This is from Holly Anderson. So this is from Holly Anderson. I added a little bit to the end here. So just want to make sure how strange the uh, UCLA situation was. Um, After a blowout loss at Arizona, rumors began to circulate that Chip Kelly was done at UCLA. They were going to fire him. UCLA then lost at home to Arizona State, who was playing a safety and tight end at quarterback, and the 24-7 site reported that he was getting fired. I remember yeah. this. Yes. The, he, he did the, the, you know, what happens in Arizona, you know, doesn't stay in Arizona because uh, at, at home uh, against Arizona State was probably the bad one there because um, the, the Wildcats were actually pretty good last year. Uh, then the most visible major donor, uh, the one who is, uh, has his name on the football s- facility, then gave an interview to a secondary newspaper in, in, in Los Angeles, giving his full-throated support to Chip Kelly, including that players pass drug tests and get good grades. Hey, so, you know, but, okay, but but that's not a, as low a bar as you think. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I mean, that, like, a, that's sometimes okay. That's tough. Sometimes that's tough. Then UCLA beats, like, crushes USC. At the Coliseum. That was... So, like, I, they just oh God, lose two in so a row, good. and then they beat USC. Yes. Uh, then after that, at some point, they decided not to fire Chip Kelly. 
Uh, but then UCLA gets blown out by Cal. Uh, and, so, you know. In the, in the last Pac 12 network, no, I think it was the last Pac 12 game ever. Yes, I think. I believe we could the, be wrong. There. The, I think it was, no, because I remember them, because they well, kept having the, like, I will remember you with, like, yeah. the shots of famous Pac 12 things. It was the, <laughs> the last Pac 12 regular season game. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. ESPN, ESPN going, I, who would kill this beautiful conference? That's right. So uh, they get blown out by Cal. So Michigan State uh, then hired Jonathan Smith from Oregon State, who grew up in the shadow of the Rose Bowl and has been long has been long been rumored to covet the UCLA job. Jed Fish, who would have probably crawled to Westwood, took the Washington job instead. This is after Kalen DeBoer took the Washington job in a year UCLA could also could have fired Chip. Uh, Chip, who makes $6 million a year, then began interviewing for approximately every offensive coordinator job in the NFL. He did not get any of them. The NFL uh, does not want Chip Kelly back. Also, um, UCLA's defensive coordinator like left UCLA and went to USC. Yeah, went crosstown on that. Crosstown. So that happened. Um, there's also some weird stuff that happened. Apparently, uh, Jetfish still did interview for the UCLA job. Okay, that that <laughs> has been such a fucking. I, okay, I don't know where that information came from. I don't People know. Have been screaming about that. There's there's the Twitter. one the one reporter that uh, has his like own pay website that I met at the Alamo uh, Alamo yeah. Bowl. I think it's Jason Shear. He's been talking about it a lot, and he was the one that indicated that Arizona was going to be the one that jumps to the Big Twelve. So he has some cred with me um, because he, Arizona was kind of one, the one that was like, they finally yeah. did it. And that was pretty much it for the rest. Uh, well, I mean, Colorado did it first, but then that, right. that just basically did everything else from there. So yeah, uh, it's a mess at UCLA and, and Chip Kelly decides, I mean, he was trying to, uh, apparently he interviewed for the OC job last year for the Browns yeah, and didn't get it. For the Vikings, I think, didn't get it. I, I believe there was, like, he's been trying to get out of UCLA and to pull, like, the, I'm going to call this the Satterfield situation. So this okay. is the Scott Satterfield situation. You're about to get fired, and so you want to leave before you get fired because you don't want to ruin your resume. That, that makes total sense. Now that we've talked about it a couple of weeks, like, that makes total sense. The idea yeah. of, you can't fire me, I quit. Mm -hmm. Because, because... Yeah, it is. It is a better move. Like even where he, Chip Kelly ended up going, and like let's be honest here, for a long time Chip has been known to hate recruiting. Chip Kelly does not want to recruit. This is no. it's annoying for him. It's something he doesn't want to do. That's why they thought the NFL would be great, and it wasn't. So he came back. He was at UCLA. He managed to offload a lot of his recruiting to other folks on staff, which were very good recruiters. But it was never going to be this. You know, expectations at UCLA are never going to be super high. Like, like being the shit out of USC every once in a while is enough, usually. That, that I don't helps, know. Yeah, it's, it, it essentially saved his job, uh, but it still was just kind of like, you know, again, he's got maybe one more year. Like, yeah, I feel like Chip Kelly was living year to year at yes. UCLA. And it felt like it felt like when Clay Helton was at SC of just like, he's, yeah. he's like, there's writing on the wall, dead man walking. And I'm not it, sure. Yeah, why I mean. You got to get tired of being a coach that's on the hot seat. And I'm sure that makes recruiting even harder. Yes. Like he hates recruiting. And then he's on the hot seat. And then, you know, then now he's in Ohio State to be the OC. We got the New Hampshire Hive in Columbus. This is, okay. this is what I love. So yeah. if you if all don't know, Chip Kelly, I think I've said this before, was at New Hampshire for a long time. I remember getting torched, watching Dartmouth get torched by New Hampshire, not realizing Chip Kelly was the offensive coordinator when that happened. And I also didn't realize until this week that Ryan Day, head NPC of Ohio State, is in fact a quarterback from New Hampshire. Ooh. He grew up in New Hampshire. He went to New Hampshire and was a quarterback under Chip Kelly. And, and apparently Ryan Day had followed Chip to a couple spots beforehand, afterwards too. And so now like... The, the apprentice has become the master. <laughs> and so Chip Kelly is going to go and 
the Ryan Day's OC, which I don't think is great for Ohio State. Sorry, y'all. Like, I, I like Chip as much as the next person. I don't think Chip, Chip has the same cachet he had 15 years ago. No. And I, and I don't think that that's going to help solve whatever problem you have at Ohio State. But it's funny. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, there is a there is a strong live free or die New Hampshire hive at Ohio State. And... That's it's so weird. I, I'm so sure, funny. like a lot of the uh, Ohio State Buckeye fans, already have "Live Free or Die" on the back of their their trucks. I, live well, free or Buckeye. I don't give a buck. Uh, the so the other fun thing in college football was this week was first off, John Summerall seems to be having a great time in New Orleans right now. <laughs> John Summerall, the former coach of, of Troy, it, he it's Summerall, but okay. Sumrall. I said I said Summerall. No, Sumrall. you were saying Summerall. Hey, Summerall. <laughs> Coach Sumrall, Sumrall, uh, he just tweeted Mardi Gras or something along those lines. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, he's he's having a good time. And what I are you t- up I to, Coach? I, right. I, I don't remember what I tweeted back, but Kamish asked a very niche question that I, I actually never – I had no clue what the question was. And what yeah. was that question, Kamish? So I there's, there's a thing where you side uh, – where you stand – for the parade. So when a parade is coming by, you have two options, essentially, to either stand on the sidewalk side or or the neutral ground side, which is essentially what everybody else calls a median. This is, this um, is what I was confused about. What is neutral ground exactly? So it, it, think about you're, you're on St. Charles Avenue, which I don't necessarily know if everybody knows what St. Charles Avenue looks like, but... Really, uh, I'll just throw an uh, image in the chat. There's streetcar tracks in the middle. Okay. So in the middle of it, it's the neutral ground. So with the neutral ground, it, it basically, it's called a median, but at, at a certain time in, in Louisiana history, it was actually called the neutral ground because the sections were kind of divided between like French and Spanish and, and you know, the history of, of New Orleans what, whatsoever there. Okay. So in the middle right here, right, that is the neutral ground side. That you'd want you be that you would be on to catch the parade, or on the sidewalk side, just basically like the sidewalks in front of the house, like the house that's on the sidewalk there. So I'll, I'll throw that uh, in the chat too to give you a little bit more uh, explainer. You can kind of see what um, there's like a video about it. I'm trying to figure if I can, um, you know, there there's this weird thing inside of new orleans like the locals it's like what side are you on in this debate what does it and, what does it say about you so you know there's you know it, it kind of it's like what do you what how do you deal with mardi gras which these these crowds are ridiculous these they're they're nuts but this is like the local section you're not talking about like Canal Street or downtown or anything like that, that's pretty much going to be barricaded um, down on Canal and everything like that. You're looking at St. Charles. There's no barricades. There's 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 people that that form these ladders with like, you know, to put the kids up at the top of the ladder and like little bucket seats and 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 stuff like that. Okay. But so the neutral ground um, is 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 my preference. Uh, I am I'm a big neutral ground person because there's a lot more room. Uh, you're not like condensed there. Uh, and then really you're not in front of somebody's house. Essentially you're not a confined, confined to like, maybe like the smallness of the sidewalk itself, the sidewalk itself in, in New Orleans and you're on St. Charles, there's trees coming out of the sidewalk. There's giant, like, gotcha. like oak trees and stuff. It's, it's ridiculous. It's very confined. Uh, the neutral ground side, which is essentially it's, it's in, it's up for anybody. It's, it's, it's up for like, nobody can like claim it, even though there's people that try to throw down like tarps and like stuff to claim, like throw a bunch of chairs and ladders and try to claim all that stuff. But to me, the neutral ground sign is kind of like for the people, the normal people that don't live there, that don't have an inn with somebody that has like a house on the sidewalk side. I feel like the sidewalk side's a little bit uppity. Um, Not necessarily like, Hey, we got a bathroom. Because uh, we're staying ask, at this wh- house. Where here. do you where do you pee if you're on the There, there is a song in, in, for Mardi Gras that's called "Ain't No Place to Pee on Mardi Gras Day." Uh, 
Okay. Uh, and and there really ain't. Okay. Okay. Uh, unless unless you got like a like you know you will pay like three dollars to go pee at a at a, a porta potty or something whatever you need to do to to relieve this is yourself. This your in town. Uh, yeah. Describing the plot of your in town. It, it is. It's Mardi Gras day. You're gonna do it. There is a song about it. Uh, it is a privilege to pee. I I was in your in town in my high school. But this is something that I wanted to know. I'm like, hey, are you like, you know, are you neutral ground side? Are you sidewalk side? And, you know, I was trying to figure out if like, which one is, is coach Summerall. Um, and so he replied back, I, he's neutral ground side. So I'm like, all right, Tulane has made a great hire. Um, my whole opinion on <laughs> that all you need to know. Yep. was all I needed on neutral ground. Side. And then Tulane football agreed with it. Okay. We have a position on this. Tulane football is now uh, neutral ground side. Amy Just, uh, she was a reporter in New Orleans for a while. Now she's covering the Nebraska sports. Um, she's in full agreement with me. Uh, the one thing about sidewalk side is it's extremely claustrophobic. So, like, if a band is coming by, like the St. Aug Marching 100, yeah. St. Augustine, the band, like, they will push you back, and you're going to be smushed with people. On the neutral, uh, neutral ground side, you're fine. You got you got a whole bunch of neutral ground. It's never that packed. Uh, it's... They stop running the streetcars, so you don't have to worry about getting crushed by a streetcar. It's great. It's a good time. And, and that's where I like to hang out the most. And uh, you just camp out, throw an ice chest, claim your little spot on the neutral ground. You don't have to worry about some house owner coming out. You can't stay here. This is in front of our house. I've been uh, kicked out a few times before. Uh, do you mean to tell me that the neutral ground is free real estate? Uh, it's free real estate. That's right. Uh, Beth, the, when's the last time, Beth, when's the last time you were you watched a parade and that you and weren't in a parade. Um, wow. Uh, I'm going to, it's probably the last time I saw the mummers parade, which would have been 2007. Yeah. I, I, I figured it had been a while. Cause I, yeah, I, it's been I, a long time. I've seen parades lately because I go with my kid to them, mm -hmm. but before that, I had not actually been at a parade that I was not marching or walking in in a long ass time. Uh, should we perhaps back up a step and explain the Mummers Parade? Is what this is that? a thing people know about? No, I have no clue. Beth? Um, the Mummers are a bee feathered and bee sequined group of, I think it's all dudes. Is it all dudes? I think so. This is so something... like there's all of these mummers groups and on New Year's Day they have a parade in Philadelphia down Broad Street um, that is just just the loudest thing okay. imaginable. I like mm -hmm. it. Let me, let me find some pictures of the mummers parade. It is uh, somewhat controversial among Philadelphians. Yes. In part because it's very loud on New Year's Day when everyone is hungover. Gotcha. And in part because it just sort of gets out of hand in the same way that SantaCon kind of gets out of hand, from what I understand. Okay. So, oh, yes. This, this page has, this Wikipedia page has go. a controversy section. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I used to live in the town Lorena McKennett's from who did the Mummer's Dance song. So I've, I'm vaguely aware of the parade only in that way. Yeah. The Mummers Parade is held each New Year's Day in Philadelphia, started in 1901, and is the longest-running continuous folk parade in the United States. That is fancy. I like those costumes. Those are great. Okay, it's way over the top. I love it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, like... It reminds I, me of the, the Mardi Gras um, Native Americans. I'll just say that. They, they call them something else, though, but they're, they're very... Yeah decorative that way too no like i i have yeah i finally got, saw a parade and i was like you know what i don't like watching parades i realized <laughs> i don't like sitting around it's hot i don't like this my kid liked it i'm fine i i once you start marching in parades i feel like be like not just watching them is no longer interesting but that's just me i prefer to move oh let me wish everybody happy mardi gras because this is coming out on mardi gras day yes yeah. Happy Mardi Gras! What is what is what is one supposed to do on Mardi Gras? If you're uh, not if you're not going to a parade and getting like crazy hammered, what do you do? Okay, so eat pancakes, stuff a Barbie in a donut. All May right. your frost so, shots be delicious. You need to you need to pretend you are going to the parade, 
the first parade is Zulu. It, it starts at 8 a.m. Okay. Uh, so typically what you do is you stay up all night and, you know, party through Lundy Gras, which is, is, is Monday Gras. Yeah. Um, and then you just. You call it Lundy? Just, Lundy. It's French. That's, that's, that's is that Monday. How, is that how you guys pronounce it? Lundy, Lundy Gras. Okay. You want me to, you want me to say it in like actual French? Lundy. Well, I just, I've never heard anyone say it like, I used, I Lund, went to a French Lund. school for a couple of years. So that's, yeah, yeah. I, I had to. But clarify. that's, it's, 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 you know, it's the, the combination of like the Cajun French, Lundy Gras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to? I'm not uh, making I'm not fun. Go. I just I would oh, have to clarify. No, it's the New Orleans accent really really hits it hard. It does. Uh, and so you just stay up all night, whatever. Uh, if you want to, you can sleep for like like five six hours, whatever, uh, or just not go to the Monday parade and just wake up early as shit to get to the neutral ground for your parade. You, you try to get a box of fried chicken for breakfast, uh, and then as soon as you bite into the first drumstick. You, you got to go with a drumstick first, and then you crack your first beer, and you're ready to go. That's breakfast. Okay. Um, yes. That's 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 what you do. You're good. Uh, you you typically will have like a little mini cooler of pre-made Jello shots, or just like a you know a couple handles of whatever type of uh, you know mixed drink that you made. Uh, what my favorite thing we used to make for Mardi Gras was rum with a great. Blue Dini Kool Aid. Sorry, what? So, yes, it was great. So it's like one of these big, giant plastic jug containers that had like a seal, <laughs> and instead of making like, like Kool Aid, you would add water like to make the Kool Aid. But then there's a bunch of rum in it, so it's just like a giant, oh. big giant. You could use I, Malibu. Well, I also, which is not I strong. never like a proto Borg. Yeah, yeah. I never was, heard of the flavor great, great Blue Dini. I had to look it up. Great Blue Dini. Uh, it was the best flavor for this. It was uh, amazing. Yes, there's a squid. So, yeah, that was one that we used to do. There also, I mean, there'd be some jello shots. Uh, I mean, just whatever. You'd have the, uh, what do people call it? Like Jordan and Dartmouth. What do they call like the uh, the beer bong? Was it called the beer bong? Yeah, beer bong. Okay, not like the funnel. You want to funnel a beer or whatever? Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that too. Okay, yeah. whatever. You I have love, that. Uh, yeah. You have a good time. Yeah, it's just great. You just bring all that stuff out there. I remember at one point, they, like people would walk by us because we had like four ice chests and they were trying to buy beers off of us. <laughs> it, it worked. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I had my uh, vendor's license. It worked out right. Uh, sure. But, <laughs> I'm sure no, that, was a li- that was a licensed, li- licensed event. Yeah, li- licensed event. Totally. I, I can serve alcohol, right? This works. It, nobody's stopping you. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, really, it, typically what I do on Mardi Gras, since I'm not there, I would have a king cake, which I have a king cake mix. I bought the Mama Paul, Mama Paul's king cake mix. I'm going to make one. And then I'm just going to get some Popeyes. Um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll have beads or whatever. I'll let the kids play with the beads. But uh, beads are, there was there was a point that we had so many beads in our attic. We didn't know what to do with them. <laughs> it was just like, you have beads everywhere. Never like, had what do you pro- do with never these had this beads? Problem. Uh, and then, like, they throw cups, and then, like, so all like your non fancy china are like Mardi Gras cups. Like, you drink your 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 normal great blue dini Kool Aid out of the you know the the parade cups. It's like how everyone in Texas has a Dickies barbecue cup, but I've never yeah. been to Dickies. It would everybody would have their Mardi Gras cup. You would, okay, that makes, you know, that makes sense. The crew of Bacchus, you're drinking like orange juice out of the plastic Bacchus cup after you wash it, of course, in the dishwasher. Are cups common throws? I've never been to Mardi Gras. So yeah, so it's like cups, doubloons, and meads. That's okay. the main thing. Um, Zulu is known for their coconuts, which they used to throw, but not anymore. They can only hand those off. <laughs> I, I fucking wonder why. Yeah. Oh, the Zulu coconuts are like hand-painted and they're like hand-decorated, so they're all unique. Yeah, and they're and still going to hurt you when they are awesome you in the head. When you get thrown, uh, so they, they got to hand them off now. Uh, that's this one thing that we've, you got to do a handoff with the coconut. Fucking, this is, this is woke culture coming for my, coming for me. How dare us not let them, not let them get hit by coconut. The, so the only thing I remember at Dartmouth was that on Mardi Gras, we used to have rehearsals, wind band rehearsals every Tuesday. Also, by the way, I want to shout out someone real fast. My wind band director just passed away. He was very old. That happened. His name was Max Culpepper. He was an amazing dude. He was someone who had been at Dartmouth for ages. 
and was very much leaned into the idea that we are just a weird bunch of group of kids. We're not going to make amazing things, but we can do some fun stuff. He was great. Shout out to Max. He was amazing. So after it went in rehearsal on Tuesday, we go over to food court and they would have a Mardi Gras day and they would actually make like, like alligator tail and they would do like, like proper Mardi Gras food and have the big celebration and everything. But most importantly, they'd have bananas foster and New Orleans cosplay. And so, yeah, right. And so they would actually have like, they would like do bananas foster light the thing on fire over ice cream. But if you got there at the end, $2 on your like debit card, they would pour you a shot of cooking rum. Woo! <laughs> and so we'd sit there and just get fucking hammered after rehearsal for these shots of cooking rum, the worst uh, rum. The, uh, when I, when I worked in, in like catering in the, the restaurant business in new Orleans, um, once the Sunday brunch was over that, that cooking rum was, was pretty nice. I'll say that. <laughs> I, it's fun to be a bartender too. I'll just say that. I need Kamish, I need to see you make a bananas foster. When I come down, I'll bring the stuff, but I want you to make a bananas foster for me. All right. Um it's it's been That's <sighs> what no, that's that's why I want this. Okay. It's something you should know, but it's been a while, which means that there's a oh. good chance things are just gonna uh. go up in flames. You're not allowed to look it up. It's just off the dome. Don't burn your house down. I'm I the the arm hair is gonna be singed. It's, I'm oh, just gonna it's, say that. It's from, it's from bananas. Yeah. Like like it's from bananas and butter. What more is there too? I mean There's... well, do they even sell one okay, the cooking rum is different, but the one fifty one we can't this do that f- anymore. Because they don't sell oh, one fifty one anymore. I can have this thing. Cool. Yeah. Well bananas foster you can totally have. You can totally have that. You could have that for breakfast. But yeah, the, the hair on my my forearms is probably gonna go away, I think. You don't need you don't need it. It's fine. You don't need it. It's not critical. I'll wear long sleeves. It's fine. Right. Uh, for the, for those completely unaware, we should just say uh, Mardi Gras is the celebration before Mark Wahlberg's forty day challenge. If you didn't know, <laughs> that was yeah another weird commercial tonight where there was apparently a Lint app that Mark Wahlberg was pushing. This, okay, is I missed that one. Yeah, it was a like yeah Mark Wahlberg had a commercial for the concept of Lint. He's he's super Catholic, isn't he? I, I believe that's the same app I've seen the guy from Wizards of Waverly Place uh, shill, <laughs> or How I Met Your Mother, if you if you know him from that, the kid. Oh, that's right, he was the kid. Beth, can I ask you a very important question? Sure. Are you in Foshnot region, or is is this like is Altoona like Pashki region? What what is your uh? Mardi Gras, or as as it is known in my corner of Central Pennsylvania, Foshnot Day, pastry of um, choice. I don't know. Like I, I'm not sure what it is here. Mm. Yeah, so I will have to do some research and get back to you. Okay. So, so what are the differences between those two things? Yes, that's basically going to be me going downstairs and asking my mother. Okay. So um, I am from South Central Pennsylvania, which is super German, and the. Mardi Gras, same observance, but here it is known as Foschnot Day. Foschnots are German donuts. They are generally made with potato flour, which is what is unique about them. They often, not always, are square and generally are rolled in powdered sugar. Cinnamon ones are available. There's various kinds of Foschnot, but generally speaking, they're plain or powdered sugar. Um, Paschki are Polish and they are generally round and generally have jelly on the inside and generally are not made with potato flour. Both very good, but as I am a South Central Pennsylvanian originally, I, I am a Foshnot partisan. I, I I would bet that Altoona is almost split evenly okay. between those two, given our demographics, which is probably why neither of those two pops immediately into the, oh, we're in this part of the region. I would bet we are the line of demarcation. That would make you're sense. With, you're rocking with gnocchi donuts? <laughs> I mean, that's, yep. I mean, They're we turned it into candy. Potato-y. I don't see why. But yes. Shout out to PA Dutch Potato Candy. Forever. I'm going to mail you some. It's wonderful. Do it. No, you, you, absolutely, you absolutely should. Send me more I, stuff. I don't, Send me I don't, more food. Like, I don't have a lot of good, like, like Mardi Gras stuff because where I'm from just like, wasn't a thing. And then Ash Wednesday was just the day when I was in elementary school at private school that I got the weird thing on my head and just Ash Wednesday being Valentine's Day this year is also extremely weird compliments. Yeah, early, early, <laughs> early Mardi Gras sucks. I love well, you. I Unto dusk that. you shall return. You've got a combo, right? Because you've got Mardi Gras 
and you've got uh, or not Mardi Gras, you've got Ash Wednesday, you've got Valentine's Day, and you have the release of Madame Web in theaters. So a whole lot of things colliding right there. Can, can, um, you, can you ask the priest to put a little heart in your head? I also, was it's, it's literally my, waiting my, my turn to say that, Jordan. It's my kiddo's 100th day of school. So he goes 100th day of school, Mardi Gras, Valentine's Day shirts. Like three different theme shirts to start the week. Oh, God. I, I, oh, I, I got to do Valentine's for my kid. Shit. All I know <laughs> is I was, I was driving down the road earlier today and all the fire halls have their fish fry signs out. Oh, yeah. And so like, I am ready. I'm, I'm, I, I am not happy with the price of crawfish. The, the price of crawfish is too damn high. Uh, but with the drought uh, last year. What, what with the and economy the, and all? The, the, no, the drought really hit it hard. Okay. And, then, and then like it was very cold. In Louisiana, um, which which kind of so like that combo, oh, they're going for like eleven a pound. Jesus is, Christ! Which is like, which is like snow crab numbers. Yeah, for crawfish is was... just not. It's not. And then, I mean, I've, I may have lost my I may have lost my crawfish connection in San Antonio because he's given up the business. <laughs> so but was. Was it Crawfish that had the uh, Rest, like uh, stock market stock market ticker in, yes. on Louisiana News? They do have that. They do have the cry, uh, the Crawfish Price Index, the CPI. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, again, uh, rest in peace, my my San Antonio Crawfish hookup, Cayenne Kevin. Rest in peace. I think from now on, anytime we he's not dead. Salary, no, he did. He did pass away. Yes. Oh shit! He was sorry. He's actually dead. <laughs> no, actual rest in peace, Crawfish Kevin. Kyan Kevin. Sorry, Kyan. Oh. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know he was. He was. I thought you just said he quit the job. Well, he quit the job. Because, okay, I didn't. Know. <laughs> he had, he had, he had, he had, <laughs> Yeah, I, he's I didn't no want to say like this man though, had right? cancer and a stroke and oh. like that. It was like oh, yeah. it was sad, but I was just trying to say. Like, keep, and then you did it, that. Keep it light. Keep I could have. I, I was trying to keep it light, man. Like, yeah, rest, rest in peace, Kaya Kevin. Plans. God, bounce the ball. Keep it light. Keep it light. for a decade here in San Antonio. Yes. On an entirely unrelated note, I think this year might finally be the year that I find a Polish Catholic church and get the good pierogies during the fish fry season. Because I don't like fish. I don't like fish. But most of the Catholic churches around here have like little old ladies making pierogies. I think it is time. I think yeah. it is time. Agreed. All right, folks. Some of us have things to do in the morning, so we got to bounce out of here. This is a short episode, short and sweet. I'm sure it was very focused. That's right. Happy happy Mardi Gras, everybody. Uh, eat some fried chicken. Be merry. Uh, can't eat meat on Ash Wednesday, though, which is, is always fun for me. I mean, I, I, I can because... Well, I mean, uh, this is the one thing that I do. Fish ain't meat, and neither are vegans. Okay, folks. That's what I got for today. We will talk to you on the other side. Punts, 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 punts. Everybody! Punts, 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 punts.